and welcome back. It's the new year. It, there were a couple of storms to weather, but we are here. It's the Don McCullough and Tim Chambers show, and today we got two special guests we want to let people know about. It's Ron. Ron's here. And Vic. Hey, how y'all doing? And special about these two. Very special. Oh, no. Uh, got a show on YouTube. It's called Ron and Vic's Forgotten Pleasures. It'd be a pleasure if y'all watch it. It's a cooking show. We're doing very classical dishes that people haven't done in years. And Forgotten dishes. I'm doing uh, chicken Kiev, and I guarantee you go to any restaurant in town today, you will not find chicken Kiev on the menu. I ain't never heard of it. And Ron, Ron and Vic promoted us on one of their previous shows, so I thought this was a great idea to make this arrangement happen. Right, and we will, we will have a link to Ron and Vic's show. By the time we get this one up, uh, the uh, Chicken Kiev show will be up too. So uh, that's coming up. Yeah, probably won't be up till next Friday. No. Slacks. <laughs> yeah. Well, the timing, yeah, the but, timing, we'll we'll get it right. But believe but we'll it, have a link to the show. But believe it or not, um, we, <clears throat> me and Tim, Don and Tim, we try to get some kind of show going, and we had it in the pipeline for years. But uh, some forebodings and all that prevented that from happening. Ron wanted to do wanted what I wanted to do, but it just didn't work out with him. So this was a failure. Ron nah. likes different things. Ron's got a different flavor. Ron's about cooking. Ron's mm -hmm. about cooking. So, so I think, I'm here, and we're rebooting the show with Don and Tim. Yeah, we're making it. We're well, well. It's. I think you and I can do political and cultural issues. What's on your menu today, Don? Well, well, the, the big, the big hot item on the menu is Tyree Nichols case, right. and the video came out yesterday, and uh, it basically showed that the uh, five cops in question were truly out of line, and I now mean former cops. Well, they're yeah. former cops now. I watched a snippet of that this morning. I didn't get, I didn't get the whole video though, which I don't like. I don't it's like not it worth watching. Cops, trust me, you don't want to see it. But uh, there at the end, they those cops were definitely wrong. He was in handcuffs, and they were beating him, clearly. Yeah, I don't want to have to see the violence, so thanks, Vic. But I'll tell you right now, yeah. I'll tell you right now, I mean, uh, KOAA TV 5, when they showed the video. They they didn't show part where he might be dying and all that. They made that up front, so I don't know if that's Five's policy or the policy of their parent company's scripts. But I think it was a wise move on their part, but still, it's still a viewer discretion. And the and moment... All this nonsense must stop. Well, but this time it's... Black cops. It doesn't matter if they're purple cops. All this nonsense must stop. Well, yeah, it's true. Killing people is not the answer. And I'm not saying it was right. And I mean, it was. And then they they were pulling him over for a traffic violation. They didn't follow procedure. The man was in handcuffs. He was restrained. No, what? But okay, he, they if they pick him up, put him in the car. That's all they had to do. If you're him downtown, if it's a traffic violation, first of all. You pull them over, they stay in the car. You know how much you've been going over? You go for their insurance and all of that. That's the typical traffic stop. But no, I think they pulled them out and then... Yeah, he was originally resisting arrest and then it divulged from there. At the end, the cops were definitely wrong. They're murderers. 
Yes. Condemn them. Condemn them. And he was crying to his And I like the cops. I support the cops, but that was terribly wrong and they he, should be punished. And he was crying to his mother for mercy. I don't she was sadly she wasn't able to hear it. He was close to his mother. Sad. It's just a crying shame. It's a sad, sad world we The live. good thing so far is that we don't have a full blown riot, and even the mother is saying, Don't do it. So, in future shows, we'll we'll keep you well, informed of it's where good, this goes. Because we don't need any more mostly peaceful protests. <laughs> That's right. Mostly peaceful. peaceful fires fiery. burning. Peaceful but fiery. Yeah, boy. Billions of dollars. Now, you brought this to my attention, Tim, about the uh, JR-15 rifle marketing to kids. And you had some thoughts about it. The gun companies have designed a gun that looks like an assault rifle, but it's smaller for kids. And the marketing includes phrases like, it's just like mom and dad's gun. That's not oh, the way no. to that's not, do that. That's not the way to teach kids gun safety. This is just a blatant marketing thing that is over the top. So, of course, any anti-gun activist is going to be on top of this yeah and as a as a supporter of the, the second amendment this is an embarrassment to me no exactly where it happened but i was enlightened by a co-worker the other day that there was a 12 year old boy who wanted his mother to buy him a video game the virtual reality virtual reality and huh. he ended up shooting her and killing her no way because she wouldn't oh, buy it for him. well that, that, see technology is evil so yeah and where's the gun control in that? Why is why why did your twelve year old son have access to a gun? That's that's a bad uh, and before, firearm owner. And before you had yeah. virtual reality, you had uh, the toy guns, those toy rifle guns. You, you, you've seen those for years. Those, those toy guns. They, they do. Uh, I shoot Vic with my BB gun all the time, and yeah. he's still alive. He's lucky I know it's a BB gun. <laughs> And well, and then, and then of course, BB guns are bad because they hurt your eye. I didn't. I, only sh I don't shoot them in the eye. Look, that was only in the Christmas story, okay? <laughs> you put your eye out with that thing. Put your eye out with that. Thing. You know, but I'm just saying the controversy, and you 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 make a good point that maybe the marketing is the con the the product concept is absurd. It yeah. is just now a, a way of promoting. <laughs> I don't even know what they're doing with it. And maybe that is in itself is a bad idea. And and if it is truly a bad idea, then the likes of the NRA and the gun owners of America need to speak up and uh, plead their case, whether they're for it or against it, and, and why they're on it. Because I can tell you, knowing Chuck Schumer, he's going to ride this with an end so, goal of... It, what's that? Is it like a semi-automatic that they're trying to give these children, or...? It's called, uh, the, the gun manufacturer is We One Tactical, W-E-E, -E, and the number one, Tactical. This is a twenty-two long rifle that looks like an AR-15. That, that's, that's madness. Is it single shot, or? Yeah, good question. I'm looking up the uh, information that's here. That's important. That's very important, because I, you know, single shot is way different than, you know, a kid does not need a semi-automatic <laughs> no, twenty-two. Don't. I agree with that completely. All yeah, right, 
It's a patented safety mechanism that provides an added level of safety available on no other rifle in production. That's weird. Hmm. So. Weird, I mean. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Again, the news is the news is worthless for trying to understand Anything. the details of this. All you get are the headlines. And uh, that's what set me off, was just hearing about a JR-15. So, we'll have to keep an eye on this until we get all the, the facts together. I mean, I have one from Fox News and one from CBS just to balance it out. But yes. Balance it out first, off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair and balanced. Yeah. We got all the links in our show notes, as always. Yeah, but knowing Chuck Schumer... He's going to use this to try to make sure that nobody can get a gun and that the uh, yeah, Second Schumer's, Amendment... Schumer's just going to be a doctrinaire about this, like he always is. He's a partisan. Yeah, partisan doctrinaire. There you go. Because, I mean, you, you can apparently reason with ideologues, but you can't reason with partisans. Well, I guess we're going to have to look up ideologue and partisan in the dictionary, because I don't see any difference. <laughs> well, somebody, well, somebody was saying that. I forget the person, but I like. All right. Well, saying. and that's why the the Merriam-Webster word of the day on the day we're recording the show is doctrinaire. doctrinaire. That's why I use that. Doc, a doctrinaire is someone who is so fit in their, set in their ways that nothing will change their mind, and that's 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 what a partisan or an ideologue like is a too. Uh, not the same as a dictator, because that's kind of like projecting power. But this is someone who believes something and they've got fixed attitudes. Here, yeah. I got, the, I got the official definition here. Yeah, doctrinaire. Doctrinaire. Yeah. Seeking to impose a doctrine in all circumstances without regard to practical consideration. All right. So it's like a dictator. Someone's wanting to impose their, their beliefs on people. Right. Whereas a partisan or an ideologue is it's kind of the way they think. All right. Now, you had another issue that you wanted to talk about, and that was... Uh, Andy Stanley, the uh, son of uh, the acclaimed well, uh, Baptist preacher Charles Stanley. Well, this this came up on World News uh, Culture Friday on their podcast, and they covered it much better than we will. But the, and what they did miss was the the issue with sexual behavior in the church is the behavior, not a person's desire, and the question that that was on everyone's mind. In the news story about Andy Stanley, where the, the headline is, Andy Stanley says gay churchgoers, quote, have more faith than a lot of you, end quote, that misses the point about what the church's disciplinary position should be on sexual behavior. Yeah. And that's that's as deep as I want to go. You know sexual behavior in churches. But the headline... <laughs> that's right. No way to go, Vic. That is so true. But apparently, Andy Stanley says that soji churchgoers, that's what we use on the show. For right. People. Sexual orientation and gender identity issues. Soji. Oh, no. those, those, those types of churchgoers, if they are going to church... Yeah. Have a lot more faith than me or Tim. Well, Stanley's trying to make a, make a point about how we treat people, how Christians need to treat everyone with love. It's about love the sinner, hate the sin. But he doesn't talk about whether... Uh, you know, I I went to church with a man who had been in the gay community. He left the gay community. He married a woman 
Uh, when they came to church, they had a small child, and he was raising his family. That was him rejecting his desires and reprobate and following the sexual ethics that Christianity teaches. That's not the same thing as turning the uh, turn, looking the other way for some sins, while you still condemn gossip and uh, adultery and lust and all those other sins yeah. that, that get lumped in with all yeah. this. More recently, I strongly believe that in our world of sin, we are all made in the image of God, but yeah, we have our flaws and we are wired differently. And we're rebellious. God, I'm flawless. Yes. But, <laughs> but here's the point I'm trying to make. I like your sarcasm, Ron. <laughs> yeah. And I can, I'm just a He's got a lot of it better than me. <laughs> But I do believe, and I agree with Pastor Kelly Williams of Vanguard Church in Colorado Springs, is that there are people that may be indeed born gay. Reprobate? Well, they're, they're may, they may be born gay. I don't There's know. a I possibility. Don't, I don't think you're born well, gay. Hold on. You're born predisposed with desires... Correct, and it's how we act on those desires. That's that's all. That all there's that's the sexual identity. That, you don't know anything when you're born. That's, that's the right. po- that's the point. You may have those desires, but you're not supposed to give in to them, and that's no. what he's trying yeah, to say. It's, it's not about not supposed. It's it's, it's going against the grain of the universe, and the 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 whole sexual revolution movement is about do what you feel ignore that that experience trumps reason and biology for one thing oh and, and it's and it's coming and it's coming to a head now the sexual revolution affecting our children yeah yes and the question the question starts with what is sex for and then it follows from that sex is it's, primarily it's too, a procreative it's activity too, Pleasure. But it is also an activity of pleasure in the family. Pleasure. In the family. It's pleasure within it's too the parents who are raising the children that they created. Not, let's not deny the pleasure principle in this. No. So let's not deny that. No, it's not to be denied. The, the but, churches had a lot of hang-ups. You know, the Victorians had hang-ups about sex. You know, God had to give us pleasure there because our brains are too big. We just wonder. <laughs> we right. would never have sex if it wasn't pleasurable. That's so true. Oh, well put. <laughs> well, I do want to bring up the uh, awareness of what's happening in Russia, and that Russia on uh, January 26th fired more missiles and self-exploding drones in nearly a dozen Ukraine provinces early Thursday, reading off the uh, story from the AP and WTOP News, WTOP.com. Causing the first war-related death in Kiev this year and killing at least 11 people overall, according to Ukrainian authorities. I do have something to say about this. Yes. Because I uh, follow uh, uh, Gribno on Twitter, and Gribno is talking about uh, concerns about World War Three at this point. Oh, he, yeah. You got me thinking. So, Gribno, you appreciate that. If America is escalating the war with sending tanks to help the Ukrainians defend themselves... We risk a, an open confrontation with Russia. But this is where I disagree with Gribno and anybody who's worried about facing World War III. If this is indeed have an echo of World War II, 
look back to how the world responded to Hitler invading Poland, and they look the other way. Chamberlain is notorious in history for being an appeaser of the Nazis. The world cannot appease Putin. Putin is a dictator with dreams of conquest for the glory of Russia he's trying to restore. Yes. He will not stop in Ukraine. I think if we don't help Ukrainians and Ukraine falls, then NATO is next. So whether we do it here or we do it after Ukraine falls, Ukraine's not that's our only choice. Russia thought that it was gonna be a two day job and exactly. it's gonna be a two, three month job. But Peter Bull no, no it's not, not over. It's not, not over, and the Ukrainians have been fighting fiercely for their country. Yeah, but Peter Boyles would disagree with you on this. I mean, on should, what? That the Americans should not be going into this war. No, Peter Boyles has his own opinion as Ken has think, his own. But you agreed with him that we shouldn't have gone into gonna, this war. I think we're going to let him uh, get farther than we think we're going to let him, because we've, we've become soft and complacent these uh, last 30 years. Here's the problem. Well, Crimea was the first attempt yeah. and when putin saw that the world let him take crimea he got ready for an invasion with ukraine as putin saw that the the u.s changed and biden had his debacle in afghanistan putin was seeing that as just another sign that he could do what he weak. wanted in ukraine that america yeah. was weak yeah and you know uh i think it's yeah. gonna go all the way down to taiwan they're gonna you know china's gonna china's gonna try you're right oh, you're right we're gonna let them and, we're and china there them. there is no mystery about that you're so right vic that you probably been following the same news i have that china's military has been building up for years they have already informed uh, the president of china that by 2024, 2026 at the latest, they will yeah. be capable in, of conquering Taiwan. I believe conquering in, Taiwan. Believe that is scary. March and I think it's October. There, there's a couple months in the year where the currents between China and Taiwan are are better for China to yeah. invade to cross that that ocean. I'm gonna say this, and that, and I mean. Tim and I disagree over this, but I've taken a motto taken from two songs that I use a lot. Yeah, let's hear it, Don. Oh, Man, I'm so sick of this. <laughs> War is the answer, run to the battle. The, the first part was taken from a Five Finger Death Punch song. The <laughs> other is from a uh, Steve Camp song, the latter being a Christian artist right. and a firebrand. And here's where Don and I agree. We are both in favor of the militant, militant hymn, Onward Christian Soldiers, but here we are talking about the, the, the threat of World War III in Ukraine and in China-Taiwan. But here's what I want to... And here I, you say war is the answer. That is a culture war that we're fighting. Yes. But here's the thing I don't... But this is one thing you don't know. About, that, and this is where I agree with Peter Boyles. I do not believe in long, prolonged, in long prolonged wars in which people get rich and there's no peace being made. Well... Can you think in the last 40 years what war we've had that we've not lost, that we haven't made money on? The last 30 years, America's been losing. Yes! We've been losing every war we've been in. Well, been I'd say Iraq, Agreed. Iraq was... Iraq, first of all... And Vietnam! Simply to... Exactly. Simply to push Iraq out of Kuwait was an unmitigated success. That was not a failure. That was not... But that's not it. That was the next war with Iraq... It was getting revenge for Poppy Bush. Oh, Saddam Hussein. That shouldn't have happened. 
Peter would agree that uh, Saddam Hussein well, is not Again, stop talking, Peter. Peter Boyles is not on our show. You just express your own opinions. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. I want Peter on it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, the word. That's his opinion. What's your opinion, Don? I don't give a about Peter Boyle's opinion. My, my opinion He's is... He's not here. Yeah. They, we'd they, be arguing they crashed into the Pentagon and the World Trade Center to cover up some uh, some large money scandals. Trillions of dollars. But I'm just saying, if it but weren't... I'm a conspiracy theorist. If it weren't for Peter Boyle's, I would... <laughs> That'll be another show. Hold yeah. on. But let me say this. If it weren't for Peter Boyle's, I would not be awoke to the fact that so many of our recent wars are nothing more but ways to make money. They don't care about true. making the peace. Listen. They don't care about a good outcome. A well, war is a means to yeah. an end. What, As I like to say in the show, reason. Don, we got to wrap it up. We've got one thing I, we, wanted to, we definitely want to move on because speaking of uh, wars, we're going to a cultural the war. The culture war, yes. And it's uh, happening Colorado's here in Colorado. Colorado's on the front lines. Again, I don't know. Are. How we got, yeah, the, it's, the, it's, it's the marijuana, it's, it's gotta it's be. It's serendipitous and providential <laughs> that Colorado's in the middle of these sexual identity, the soji attacks on religious freedom, on the right to associate, the right to not speak messages you don't agree with. So why don't you summarize Jack Phillips for us? Well, uh, church is flying the rainbow flag. <laughs> well, this is from the uh, Christian Post. Uh, Jack Phillips, owner of Masterpiece Cake Shop. Well, Jack Phillips is in trouble with the the, the Colorado State once again over a uh, trans cake, which is the thing a they decided. Yeah, they Are you talking about that baker. Yep. So Jack Phillips, I'll, I'll summarize. I mean, I've heard this story before. I'm reading what yeah. the uh, press release uh, that we have a link to in the show notes is talking about that. This time, an activist from the transgender community named Autumn Scardina demanded that the baker create a cake with the colors of the trans flag in pink and blue frosting to celebrate Scardina's self-professed sexual identity. Scardina testified that they requested a custom <laughs> pink and blue cake with no message or other design elements. And pink and blue is basically the trans colors. So he's in trouble for not... Making that cake burn? Yeah, Correct. and, and, and the, the, attack, the attack on him comes from this fact. It was only after Scardina disclosed that they were transgender and intended to use the cake to celebrate both their birthday and their transition that Masterpiece and Phillips refused to provide the, the cake. Just like I refuse to use Scardina's pronoun, there is a neutral pronoun. Yes. Uh, but the, uh, the Christian article puts his in brackets. Uh, to, to distinguish yeah. the biological sex from the gender. But this says, this was Scardina's transgender status and their desire to use the cake in celebration of that status that caused Masterpiece and Phillips to refuse to provide the cake. In other words, Phillips is being asked to do a custom cake in custom colors. When, when Phillips learns of how that cake is going to be used, this is part of Scardina's activist plot. Scardina is a lawyer and so it was an intentional entrapment to force Jack Phillips' hand on religious speech. Okay. And now the just Colorado... As that, just as that gay he, couple he that came just before just as much right to deny that person of service as that person does to ask somebody to make that And cake. it's not that simple. It's not denying him service. That Scardina can buy any non-custom cake in the store. Phillips has sold to all people 
anything in the store. But when Phillips is asked to do a custom cake, he has very strict criteria. He won't even do Halloween cakes. That's he won't right. do cakes celebrating uh, uh, divorces. And so it's not just transgender. It's anything that's outside of Phillips' religious beliefs so, so on what he can attack his and he's not as strict. His beliefs, whatever. And he's not as strict on religion, and, and he's not as tightwad on his faith as you think. He'll do Star Wars. He'll do Power Rangers slash so, Super Sentai. So I mean, right? Because know, those are does, cultural things. Those are not. Those have nothing. So I mean, that, those we are can, too we can, weak a link to any kind of religious. But there are uh, some religious. There's some religious connections, but you know, it's not really in your face. There, he it doesn't. You know, he feels he's not doing anything wrong against his God. I think it's right. real ironic that uh, you know the, these trans people they want they want all these rights and stuff, but when they want all that, they're taking that away from us. Our our choice. That's our right. Choice. We it's, give, they have it's a winner choice, and a loser. They want choice. they want to be the winners, and people who don't agree with them, they want to lose, and that is you know, an un-American attitude. I may be more inclined to be accepting of you if you were more accepting of me if you gave me that choice you know yeah well put well put it's another battle that jack phillips has to fight we are in a blue state lagouche has weaponized Uh, that's lagouche the left in french for those trying to lagouche trying to get lagouche we'll get this good get this down someday but they've weaponized them as brown shirts of sorts and i mean I That's, mean, I, I saw the Ron Reagan interview with Freedom From Religion, and I mean, he says, even Ron Reagan says, bake the cake, bigot. Not exactly that way, but it's, it's, he's, it's bluntly implied. Yeah, it is it is a culture war. And Colorado's on the front lines. Speaking of culture, Corey Smith, schools are on the front lines. Here, here. Speaking of culture war, uh, anybody with Gen Zers? Any, 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 any of you what about him? <laughs> Generation Z uh, was born after the turn of the century. Mm-hmm. They've grown up native on the internet. They've grown up a third gay also, or whatever. Else. And they're completely influenced by sexual identity. Uh-huh. And, uh, Carol Mc- and Carol yeah, McClowski wrote an opinion piece for Fox News and her concern about why Generation Z hates America. And why we need to fight for them. All right, well, what do you want to talk about this? Well, one thing I agree with with them is that they are being taught to uh, not only hate America, but become basically the tools for the uh, Marxists. Marxist communist movement. And they have gained so much power, and they're especially through our public education system. Yeah, that is where it all starts, with our children. Well, you know, I have, I have yes. my, uh, my children are going to a private school, you know, Pledge of Allegiance. They actually teach about Jesus in the wow. school, and it's it's not a Christian school at all. But they're you not a, teach morals and, and values. And that is, that's where you have to go to the, that. Isn't to, a class to get freedom of religion, you have to get out of the secular public school system. That's right. That's because right. they are, they try to be free from a religion. But, but, but you can thank the likes of Freedom From Religion Foundation for that for setting the, yeah, for setting the stage of what's going on in the public schools. I mean, I will concede that point to you completely, Don. I mean, this has been going on for forty years now. And it's been going on much longer than that. Uh, if you have Fox Nation, there's a great TV series on the streaming platform 
that's dealing with the miseducation of America. Now, I've, I, I know his face, but I can't think of his name, but he's put out a book about classical education, and I think he's on either, I think he's on the weekend Fox and Friends program, but uh, or maybe the Daily, I, I don't know for sure, but he's doing a great job advocating for the education. I'll get back to you uh, on who the who the person is, but like I said, he, he he's a good fighter, you know, one of the bright spots of Fox News and why you shouldn't give yeah. up on them. All right. Well, Don, I realize that I'm talking about raw tape time. We're at 30 minutes of raw tape. Well, this is going to get edited, so don't worry about it. But we do only have time for your final segment. Uh, I think it's time to wrap. We need, it's time we to need Ron and, and Vic to, to chime in here because I got nothing, hardly anything to it's say It's time to wrap this, this up. Let's All wrap right. it up. Ron's going to start. I always got something doing to say. Some pre- Vic always got something to say. Ron's going to say he's going to start prepping for his uh, show today, Chicken Kiev. We're going to start making a compound butter here in a minute because we got to get that nice and hard. Watch the show, folks. Ron and Vic's Forgotten Pleasure. We're on YouTube. That's right. Well, we got one more se- segment for you, Ron. I don't know if you heard about this from Don. But he knows. Get up, Don. Yeah, Paramount Plus, uh, Vic. I do. Have you watched the uh, documentary? Titled Sometimes When We Touch. No, and I don't... The way it sounds, I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> well, it's taken from a old song from the 70s by Dan Hill. It's really about... It's not it's not about what you think. It's about the soft rock music oh, okay. of the late 70s. <laughs> okay. it's, it's a Dan Hill song. Sounds a lot worse than it really is. Got it. <laughs> yeah, but... Right now in our age, some of that soft rock music is kind of making a comeback and maybe appealing to audiences that have that didn't exist at the time. Right. And believe it or not, I was into that music before uh, I got into metal and all that stuff. And Tim was telling me off uh, off air, uh, off recording, that his music was more like progressive rock, like Pink Floyd. I was yes. into Pink Floyd. Yes, I did like Led Zeppelin, good hard rock band, classic. Uh, but I like Yes, I liked Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. I still do I like all these bands, uh, progressive rock bands. Even went into the what would you call it, new new wave rock with yeah. Police in the eighties. But uh, soft rock to me was too 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 much. But it was too much pop. Right, but there the, wasn't enough substance. It was getting poppy, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was not really appealing to teenagers. <laughs> In the 80s. It was no. appealing to yeah. the adults. Yeah, it was like 30s, 40s. Yeah. yeah. Those who grew up on 60s top 40. I was right. a teenager in the 80s. I listened We're to talking hard about rock. you then. I listened to hard rock. See, and I wasn't, <laughs> I, I wasn't all into the Motley Crue. I wasn't and, in the Motley Crue. But a lot of the, I but, wasn't like hair bands. But, hair bands. but, but. A lot of a lot of a lot of people at, at that time, the young ones, That's bubblegum rock. They loved Motley Crue. That's they right. loved pop rock. They loved Rebellion that Vince Neil and Nikki Six were about. Nikki Six, I have the most respect for because he had kind of the hard knock life growing up. He, uh, he made his he, life hard. Well, he, his family he wasn't was good to him, but the rest of them were just a bunch of overgrown men. <laughs> but here's the thing. I liked this music before I ever got into prog rock or metal, you know, as I got older. And uh, just wanted to know what you... I played some of that music, like Kenny Loggins and Christopher Cross and 
Yeah. Uh, what's that show you went to? I, I really only listen to Alan Chris Parsons. Alan Parsons. Alan Parsons kind of. He's soft rock. He's soft rock, but he's also kind of art rock and prog rock too. Alan Parsons project. I oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. I stayed up late for the debut on the local rock station of the Alan Parsons project, and I had a tape recorder. I recorded the whole album. As they're playing it Which one? over the radio, Alan Parsons, I Robot. It still was amazing. It. I still, I don't, I, no, I don't have that. That was in the seventies, yes, it was, and that was a happy memory. Getting exposed to that amazing music from Alan Parsons. But, but some people think that Christopher Cross and Michael McDonald were these kind of cheesy artists, and well, I don't know when he was with the Doobie Brothers, which was pretty cool. But after that, he got kind of cheap. Cheesy at all because even with the Doobie Brothers, his style of music hasn't changed. It's that it's that soul music, and then of course Christopher Cross. You had "Run Like the Wind," "Sailing," Good songs. Say "Sailing." That was just That's one of those song. driving driving down the road in the summer, listening to it on the radio, kind of song. I love. I always loved now, sailing. And, and I will ask: Was do you do you consider Doobie Brothers to be part of the soft rock? Well, or not. when after Ma- when when Michael no. McDonald became part of the Doobie Brothers, all right. yes, I would say more yacht rock. And okay, the yacht rock. You and I agree. I did. I like the yacht rock more than the soft rock too. But yacht rock was a subgenre. No. There's my niche, Don. In Britain, there was sophistic sophistica pop, or something. I might be saying that wrong. I mean, you had the likes of Culture Club, Swing Out Sister. Spandau Ballet, Style Council. Yeah, none of those I was in. And now that's not Yacht Rock, but it's an offshoot of the soft rock. All right. Japan has something called City Pop, and their sound is closer to Yacht Rock. All right, well, we lost Ron and Vic, so I don't know if you want to keep going with this. We lost you guys. That's all right. Okay, we had a side conversation. I think it's time we uh, get the hell out of here. All right. Well, this is, this has been a very great, good show to visit with with Ron and yeah. Vic before Ron preps for his cooking show. Oh, we'll be promoting re- that on the podcast. Let's remind them once again. Yeah. Let's remind. Love to have you one day. All right. One day to eat with us. Yeah. Let's remind you of your I show will. again. Ron and Vic's forgotten pleasures. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll link to it. All the foods you've you know <clears throat> never heard of. It tells oh, me God. that i I don't have to I don't have to post this show until after Ron's is live. So we get the link live for you. Well, I got right. uh, we got twenty some episodes up already. Okay, well then I'll then if just, I get done with it, I'll the, post it and people will see it as the uh, the next show to come up. So when you so with Ron and Vic, it's on YouTube. I'll say this like I said it before. Please subscribe, ring the bell. You get all the notifications if Tell you ring that bell. Tell them how good the food is, Don. Tell them how good the food is. Food is great, and uh, hopefully, well, can't Tim, wait to try it. Hopefully, Tim will come. Hopefully, one of these days, I'll bring Tim to I one mean, of the tapings. Ron's been a chef. Yeah. Like you're gonna enjoy it. Hopefully, you'll enjoy it. I'm, I'm sure I will. Ron, Ron's just just yeah. talking about his food. Food prep is making me want to taste what he cooks. Oh, you so have I'll be back. To. You have. To. And uh, also for our listeners, this is our first show posted to Anchor.fm. Uh, thanks to Spotify for making a platform for for startup podcasters like us to be able to get our our show out for free, and uh, that's uh, we moved we moved here. This is our first episode to be to be published on uh, 
on Spotify, and then you can listen to our We're two, on two prior episodes on on Anchor.fm on our on our homepage as well. We're moving on up. Slightly oh, Jefferson. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, we're <laughs> to the east side. We're not living to the on the east side yet, but we're we've moved out of the out of the SoundCloud slums into a nicer neighborhood. Out of the SoundCloud slums. That's right. Like this we're, is a we're not in a, deluxe apartment yet, but we're getting there. Well, this is like a true podcasting platform. So I'm really happy. I want to kudos, shout out to uh Software in Blue and Chad Tindell who recommended that I do this. Uh, on Anchor, and uh, so um, I'll link to Chad's show also for that uh, yeah. recommendation to go with Anchor. Well, once again, thanks to uh, Ron and Vic for being with us today. Thanks for having us. It's the Don McCullough yeah. Tim Chambers show. We hope to hear from you again soon, and thank you for your support, and please stay tuned. Say goodbye, Don. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. Uh,